Academy, Episode 33. So our objective is to make sure that the service professional takes away absolute good, solid business solutions that they can embrace. So we're, we're excited about this. You know, when you start to look at the problems that are coming, what they're trying to do, and quite frankly, the, the competition right now is starting to design very, very aggressive business models to carve out a larger piece of the market. They're, they want it. They want to take over the independent sector. People are starting to wonder and say, how are they going to do that? Fast forward all the way to what Amazon's trying to do, and they're trying to basically commoditize the installation of parts. So we're going to be talking about that. How are we going to deal with it? What is the consumer, what's the public going to start perceiving, and how do we understand it and deal with it? Welcome, automotive aftermarketers, to a Remarkable Results Radio Town Hall Academy. Listen to learn just one thing from today's episode on your journey to remarkable results. Welcome, aftermarket professionals, to the 33rd episode of the Town Hall Academy. This forum has a special impact as we talk about the ASA Cars event at Apex 2017. In this episode, you'll learn about the competition you don't see coming. What will it take to own your own customers? Hey, there's big changes afoot. Are you prepared? Carm Capriato here, your host, and I'm with Donnie Seifer and Bob Greenwood. What's ahead in this ever-changing aftermarket will have a big impact on your business if you're not prepared. Now, if you have a strong network, are well-read, and keep your finger on the pulse of the industry, you may have an inkling what your business will look like in the next 5 to 10 years. To affirm this, or to hear from our industry's leadership, listen hard to this discussion. This episode is supported by Jasper Engines and Transmissions. Why purchase a Jasper-quality remanufactured product? Well, it's their people. A Jasper associate is dedicated to high-quality customer service, committed to excellence, professional, and has a pride of ownership as part of a 100% associate-owned company. Hey, please be sure to check out the Remarkable Results Radio listening app that brings every episode directly to your smartphone. You can find it at your app store or by going to the remarkableresults.biz website slash app, A-P-P. You'll find links for iOS or Android there. Hey, are you going to Apex 2017? Well, I'll be there with the Remarkable Results Radio Podcast Studio, and we'll also lead an Academy Forum on the last day of Apex. More information coming soon. Hey, remember today's podcast has a sister video. You can find it at remarkableresults.biz slash A033. Now there you can see Donnie, Bob, and myself on screen. You'll also find extended bios on my guests and links to their previous episodes. Now listen to Bob Greenwood, AMAM, President and CEO of Automotive Aftermarket E-Learning Center with over 40 years' experience working with independent shops, developing their business to maximize their business net income. Hey, Bob writes management articles for ASA's magazine Auto Inc., as well as he's developed live business management classes for ASA. Also, Donnie Seifer, AMAM, is a second-generation repair shop owner of Seifer Automotive in Wheat Ridge, Colorado. Donnie is an ASE master technician and an active industry educator. Donnie is past chairman of ASA, the Automotive Service Association, and works nationally to help repair shops with IT and service information utilization. Donnie is also a member of the Board of Trustees of NATEF and a board member of NASDAQ 
and a trustee of AMI. Now, get ready for an important discussion on ASA cars at Apex 2017 and what your business future may just look like. It's Carm Capriato with the Remarkable Results Radio Podcast Network and the Town Hall Academy. This is a very, very, very important topic, and I'm sure that we're going to talk about this for eons to come, about you know the ever-changing, incredible world we live in, the automotive aftermarket. Uh, we're calling this thing the competition you don't see coming. What does it take to own your customers? Well, look at, uh, guys, thanks for being here. Uh, we can't discount the fact that, uh, Donnie, you're bringing uh, CARS, the Congress of Automotive Repair and Service, to Apex this year, and you've got one heck of a lineup. Bob's going to talk about some great stuff. We're all going to talk about some great stuff, but if you want to hear the detail of it in the real heavy portion, the unabridged version, you got to get yourself to Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, no question, Carm. This has been a passion of mine for several years. Once I started getting involved in telematics and connected car stuff, and then with my lean background and all the stuff that I get to see in the industry, you start putting pieces together because I hang out with some really smart people. And the pieces I'm putting together are the industry is not going to look like it looks in five years. And a lot of people look at me like I'm crazy. But if you look at the technology and how it's changing, if you look at the players that are in the market, which is which is what Bob and I are going to talk about today and, and how they're evolving their model to try to evolve to what the cars and the consumer's interest in those cars is going to be. You're going to see major changes. And I want our guys to be on the front edge of this. I want them to be planning for it long before it ever hits them so that, you know, no one likes change. So if we can do it a little at a time, then when it gets there, we look like rocket scientists and we're perfectly positioned to be there to make Frankly, the money that's going to be available in this market is going to be scary because the dealers are down to what, like 11,700 in the whole country. They can't keep up with what they need to do um, technologically as much as as load. But we have all of these shops out here that are so far behind in, in their understanding of management, not technically management. And if they can't manage the place I just don't see them being as successful as they've been in this maintenance model. So wait a minute. What you're saying is, well, I'm going to be okay because I'm going to send my text to class and we're going to learn all about this, you know, ADIS system and all the autonomy, all this new technology. And frankly, that monster that's going to come up from the left side is really all about positioning your business model to be in the right place. Yeah, you could be really great at turning a wrench. And I don't think that's going to be enough. In fact, I don't even think that's going to be the biggest problem. Can you give me a plug real quick here in the front side of the show for getting getting down to ASA Cars? Oh, yes. I, we would love to have you. Now, what we did was we put cars at the end of Apex so that you can participate in all the great stuff that's going on there. And so we're on Thursday in the morning. We're doing our technology and telematics forum, which has been, you know, killer every year. We've had so many great guests. It's going to be great again this year. We're focusing more on you. Um, the sort of the theme I ask for everybody is I want more action, less talk. What do I need to do? Show me how. And so every session for cars is how. So TTF Thursday morning from 9 to 12. And then we're taking our whole audience with us to service repair day at Apex. 
um, they're tweaking the whole show to make it more friendly for repair shops who want to ask questions. And then we're going to spend the evening with you, as I understand. Yep. That's part of the plan for Thursday night. And then Friday all day, we're starting off the morning talking about technicians. How do we bring them in? What do they want? Well, why can't we keep them in the industry? What are we doing wrong? What are we doing right? Uh, Bill Haas is going to lead that, you know, the godfather of cars. And, uh, and then in the afternoon, Mr. Greenwood's going to take over and he's going to really break down all of these business models. He and I have been working on this for months and show you here's how they're going to do it. And here's how you either do it too or beat them at it. That's, that's our plan. So you're encouraging any uh, service professional out there that's got this long range goal. I'm going to be in it for another 10 or 15 years to get to Las Vegas, get to Apex and attend the cars section of it. Now, how does that happen? What do we have to do to get there? You basically go to the asa-cars.com page and everything is there for you. You can you can register, you can find out the schedule, who's speaking, right? Yeah, it's a little convoluted because you we're registering through Apex's website and we're not you have to register for Apex to be to go to cars and to go to our TTF. So the way that you do that is a little convoluted. So what I did was I put a whole page together just on the car's website. We took all of the stuff out. It's very simple, so I can change it on the fly as things change. You go to that, and then I took screenshots of here's each step of the registration. And then um, Apex created a nifty little landing page just for cars. So you can see all, everything that we're doing. Um, our agenda on asacars.com is more uh, current because as as we've been nailing down the speakers and what they're talking about. But other than that, you just know that you're going to Apex's site to register, and that's right. There are some incredible speakers. I, was, I, I talked to Donna yesterday, and he started to give me some background bios on them. I mean, it's just one of the speakers is just worth their weight in, in the cost of going. Yeah, I think almost every speaker we're bringing in just their section is worth the whopping $215 you're going to pay to be there. You get to go to Apex, SEMA, and ASA Cars. Yeah, and the way we've structured it, you can spend Wednesday. If you come in on Wednesday, because we know a lot of the shop owners will want to be in their shop the first couple days of the week. We get that. Um, so we structured it so you can come in Wednesday morning. You can go to, to SEMA or Apex, whatever your preference is. Then Thursday, you can spend the morning with us at TTF, and we've got some killer content there i promise you we've even got some oes showing you some stuff that isn't even out yet that some new vehicle technology they're building um and then uh friday morning um you know the show is over so there isn't an apex to go to so we'll be over there uh doing our sessions there uh also if wednesday you're interested a little plug for nasdaq the nasdaq meeting's going on and i've got some great presenters at the nasdaq meeting too from the oes Hey, I'm with Brian Weeks from ATC Auto Center. Hey, are your customers investing in Jasper? Absolutely. Um, and I think that uh, the biggest thing is, is in the world of automotive nowadays, uh, let's don't talk about parts and labor so much. You know, when you, when you look at the mechanical side of it and look at the parts and labor side, you know, you're, you're selling cu- the customer a transmission. But what you're really doing is selling peace of mind. So it's not hard convincing customers to invest in their vehicle. Uh, we don't feel like it is. Uh, we, we haven't really had an issue with that. You know, it's, it's not for everybody. And, you know, in certain situations, you may have uh, somebody that doesn't necessarily see that value, but it's our responsibility to show the value that Jasper has 
It's not about your transmission is going to shift through all five gears now. It's more about you can take the kids to soccer this evening without having a problem. You'll be able to make it to work tomorrow without a problem. You can go on that vacation and not have a worry. That's what it's more about. And Jasper provides that so that we can offer that to the customer. Hey, Brian, thanks for your time. Carm, thank you. So ASA-cars.com. Uh, I've been there the last couple of years. Uh, so much to learn, so much to see, so many people to meet, lots of networking to do, and you just may get hooked and want to do it every year. Now, the thing that I love about what you're doing, Donnie, is you're really bringing the value to the service professional to a degree it's never, it's been done before, but uh, but it's it's going off the charts. And so I thank you for that. Well, and it's really been great because Apex came to us and to ASA and said, Can, we want you guys to come back with cars. And, and we want you to be at the show, not several blocks away. So they, they facilitated doing this. And this is not easy in a, in a monster like Apex to pull off. So my hat's off to them for all the work they've done. But on top of that, as we talked, they've added programs to Apex that make it interesting. They've got the mobility deal going outside. And uh, Paul from AVI is working on that. Which, by the way, they're doing technical training right alongside us. So bring your techs. And I did for that to be a by the way, I just forgot to mention it. Um, so that's really cool. And they've got CARM coming in. They've really put a lot of things together. So every day there's something for you to do there that's just for service repair. Donnie, when they called me in December and said, we need you to be part of Apex, they said, we are going all out for the service professional and we're working for Donnie and with Donnie. And I said, oh my God, uh, this it had to be a yes for me. Well, Mr. Greenwood, you've been sitting on the sidelines here for 13 minutes. And, and you're the wise old owl who's here helping us understand. Bob, so we're here to talk about the competition you don't see coming, what it's going to take to, to own your customer of the future. What's the problem? It's interesting. Donnie and I have been working on this, as he said, for many months and finding out exactly what's going on in terms of the perceived competition and and what's coming down the pike that nobody's seeing. So we thought we'd take the approach of first going over the emerging business models, what's out there and what's coming. And then we would move from there. How are we going to deal with it as the independent sector? And then from there talking about solutions, absolute hardcore solutions for the business to embrace. And uh, we've had a lot of fun doing this because the amount of people that we've been able to speak with in the industry uh, is phenomenal. And what we're looking at is bringing some people to this session and that I have the privilege of facilitating and getting hardcore answers. So our objective is to make sure that the service professional takes away absolute good, solid business solutions that they can embrace. So we're, we're excited about this. You know, when you start to look at the problems that are coming, what they're trying to do. And quite frankly, the, the competition right now is starting to design very, very aggressive business models to carve out a larger piece of the market. And they want it. They want to take over the independent sector. People are starting to wonder and say, how are they going to do that? Well, you can fast forward all the way to what Amazon's trying to do. And they're trying to basically commoditize the installation of parts. So we're going to be talking about that at the cars and how are we going to deal with it? What is the consumer, what's the public going to start perceiving and how do we 
understand it and deal with it. But you start to look at a business model that's coming down the pike and where one person, one company is a manufacturer. In other words, they, they start at the raw materials of the product. They make the actual parts. They now can install them and they can throw the box away. Now, that's called a vertical business model versus a horizontal business model that's in the industry now. So the jobber business, the parts distribution business is going to have to embrace and change as well. And what takes place, you're starting and will be seeing business models of these hardcore players going to even a seven day a week operation with long hours. And how are we going to deal with that? And what's the perception again by the consumer out there? Bob, I don't mean to interrupt you, but are you going to talk about what's necessary to be convenient for the customer? Even even if you're a five-day-a-week business, how can you capture? Absolutely. And we do, as the independent sector, have a tremendous advantage, but we've got to recognize our advantage and how to embrace it. And you've heard me talk about in the past about the business culture you want to develop and getting your team on board and having them understand it. And that's why I think it's great that the technicians come to Apex and experience not only technical training, but also hear about the business and how it's developing as an industry. And that really gets great conversations going when you go back home saying, okay, how are we going to deal with it in our marketplace? Um, you start to look at the, the non-use of the vehicle, what Uber is doing and what basic fleets are doing and the autonomous vehicle that's coming down the pike and how's that all going to fit into the, the equation. Then you start looking at the tech wages that are going to be paid out there and what they're going to try and do with that. And, and we've, we've got it. We've got the information. And now we want to share it in detail at the CARS organization. The, the interesting thing is, is we also... Uh, want to get Wall Street's information and Donnie is bringing some people in and we're going to have their specific take on the aftermarket in the independent sector. And I really want people to hear this because we've got to understand the big picture. You start analyzing these business models one by one, right from the big box, right over to the OE arena. And you start focusing on their structure of what they're actually doing and how we can do it. And if you really look at the detail of it, they are setting themselves up to be a volume orientated business, high car count, bang a man, let's go. Because traditionally, everybody is starting to foresee the maintenance intervals of the traditional aftermarket. The gravy work is starting to go and dry up and it will shrink over time mainly because the technology on the vehicles and how it's and how it's being developed. We have to deal with that. But you know what? What I love about the independent sector and something that we are very good at, that they are not good at, is one-on-one relationships with our customer base. We can develop it. We can nurture that. And we want to be able to manage my customer fleet's business. In other words, you got two or three vehicles at home. I want to be able to manage that for you. Their business model that they're going to of seven days a week, I don't think will pan out. And here's the reason. In our sector, in the independent sector, we want a life outside of business. Technicians want a life outside of business. They want a family time on weekends. And moving into a shift-orientated concept in the aftermarket, in the independent sector, I think you will not attract the top talent of the industry. So, that's going to be something they're going to have to deal with. And I don't, I think it'll backfire on them from that perspective. We've got to find out more detail about it, but you know, competent people want to be able to have a life outside of their business. We also are in a position to pay higher wages in the independent sector, but management 
must learn how to do this. They have to learn their business. They have to learn their numbers and how it's working. And I'll be very blunt here. All the other multiples of how you do things in the past five, 10 years, business multiples that you've been using are now thrown out. They're done. They don't work anymore. So we're looking at what are the new measurements? How do I go about it? What should I be focusing in on in my business? And I think uh, I want to go through some of that so that they're going away with solid solutions saying, this is what I got to concentrate on. So what am I looking at? And let's face facts, guys, realistically, too many shop owners are still watching sales and that's not where it's at. So we're going to be diving into that. Solutions, solid solutions is our objective. And uh, Donnie and I have been working on that and we know how to overcome this stuff and we have to take our time to explain it. These business models that are going to come down the pike, uh, I, I'm concerned could damage the industry from a perception view of the consumer as to what maintenance and car repairs are all about. And as you know, we've always had those bad raps in the press and that kind of thing. And they seem to focus in on that. I'm concerned that damage could be done to that whole arena. And we're going to have to deal with that. It comes back to the owner of the shop and their team working on it very carefully internally. And be very aware of your marketplace. Be very aware of your, what's taking place in your marketplace. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. Bob, in managing a fleet for your customer, I loved what you said. You want to manage your customer's fleet of cars. Is that going to have some telematics in it where you know we could start managing some of that data? Do you, do you see that? That's all opportunity. And uh, the independent shop has got to get their head around this technology that can tie the, the customer, the consumer right to them. And that takes a special relationship because the consumer still has to give you permission to read their vehicle. So let's, let's get our head around that and look at our business model and understand our business model has to be revved up. And the technology gives us opportunities to do that once we understand it. And that's why I like Donnie's sessions that he'll have the day before on the technology that's going to be there and how it comes into play. And I really encourage the shop owners and their techs to really get into those sessions. So by the time they're around on Friday, they can relate back saying, okay, yes, we understand what's coming down the pike there. We understand what's available. Now, how does this fit into the business model? We have to rev up our business model as the independent sector. Donnie, I love it. You've been an advocate for the uh, independent uh, your whole life, having you know worked so hard for ASA. What bothered me is what Bob said a little bit ago about the perception of our industry. And to me, it is so critical that um, we work harder than ever before to counter that if, if that's going to happen. You know, I think what we failed to do is ask, is teach the vehicle owner how to ask the right questions. And so, you know, I, I did radio for 17 years and we kept showing consumers how to ask the right questions. There is this assumption that if you hang a sign out in front of your business, you know how to fix a car. When was the last time they walked into my shop and said, do you guys have the right equipment and do your techs know what you're doing? They never ask that. Now, if you challenged about a third of the shops out there with that question, I think you'd get, uh, well, uh, yeah, I think so. And so that's where the guys who are cutting edge, I think, need to figure out a way to get that message out to consumers. And it starts, as Bob says, one by one at the shop. One of Bob's guests for this 
he is a database wizard and he can show you how to take advantage of all these things you do. And he's not the only one in the industry. He's just, he can explain it and evangelize it until you walk out of there going, my God, this database is worth millions. Why am I not using it right? So I think that's the big thing. The message from us, it just hasn't been there. You know, we've got dealers say, and, and, and the OEs say for them, hey, you know, we're the experts on this brand. Well, statistically, that hasn't proven to be the case. The experts are that 70% that repairs it afterwards, but there's even layers within that, and we all know that. So the guys that are really good or wish to be really good, they need to take advantage of that opportunity and say, hey, when you go into a shop, you should ask whether or not they actually know how to work on your car. Are they service ready for it? And if they don't even know what that means, then we they haven't been going to anything industry, right? On the podcast recently, and I think within the last month, um, and, and I, it just doesn't come to my mind, the word insights kept coming up. Maybe it was when I was at uh, Connected Cars in Detroit, Donnie, that there was a discussion on that we have to walk our customers through what it takes and the technology, what it takes to repair the car. Customers want to know. They want to be in on things because they're walking in having done some internet research already. And if you could, you know, take them through the rest of the journey by giving them insights as to what it takes, you're building your reputation, you're building the industry's reputation, and you're probably making a lifelong customer. And I believe, Bob, as you were saying, this isn't the model that the the future consolidated type of competitions going to have you're absolutely right and and also when you look at it that that particular business model that we have is competent technicians are being trained on an ongoing basis those investments are being made but now we're looking at the service advisor role and how important it is to have that connection with each individual customer base and be able to have a communication with them it's not necessary for a service advisor to have a great in-depth knowledge of tech technology of the vehicle. They have to have the skills to be able to communicate and connect with the person they're dealing with. And that's a different skill set. And I I believe when you look at everything that Bill Haas will be doing and coming into the play of how this team has got to get connected internally, it puts the independent sector so far ahead. But we have to be aware of that and we have to embrace it and learn it and get down to those personalities within each individual shop. So, Donnie, Bob's seminar is Friday afternoon at Apex? Yeah. And and how we're structuring this, I didn't really cover this. We're doing sort of TV talk show format. We're not doing bring a whole bunch of guys up and wring your hands about how awful it is. Because it's not awful. It's going to be really good for the people that know what's going on. So each one of our three sessions, TTF, uh, Bill's technician piece in the morning, and Bob's in the afternoon – we're going to have single, maybe two guests that come up and Bob's going to interview um, his guests and, and, and bring the stuff that they have to say out, just like what you do. And we modeled it after you, Carm. <laughs> Can't replace Carm, though. Who do I send the bill to here? I, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to hear that because the interview format is fun and it is, I think, rewarding for the listener I, I know you guys are going to ask great questions. You, you guys always do. So that's an exciting element. I did not know that. Yeah. And on top of that, we're, we want this to be interactive. And to that degree, we're going to have it so that the audience can text in questions. And, and then I'll try to filter them a little bit so it's not overwhelming because it can be. And get them to the host so that they can, they can ask them. 
And uh, so we're going to try to put a little Q&A with every session, um, which means, you know, we can't cover all the ground we want, but we want to cover deep because my goal is that we do this at cars every year. Every year at cars, we analyze the industry and we help to turn shop owners into industry analysts so they can come up with the best position for their business in their market. So many people are going to see this academy, and I mentioned the what the acronym means in the front, the Congress of Automotive Repairs and Service. Help everyone understand what cars, that doesn't understand cars, help them understand it. This is a long, long project for ASA. I mean, it's, it's been around since the 80s, and it used to be that cars was a management and technical training piece. When I got involved with it, First, as a trainer, Bill Haas was running the program, and it, and it was a great program. We had lots of people. I think we made a mistake. We put it alongside NACE, and the service repair guys said, well, we don't really fit in there. So after many years of trying to make that work, we decided, okay, let's bring it back out on its own. And so this is our first standalone. It's just that you know, we needed somewhere to do it, and Apex reached out and said, we're the place to do it, and we agreed. So... What cars is, is now is owners, managers. To me, competing with our affiliates who do fabulous training programs, they bring management training, you know, the, the, the pieces of running your business, the AMI courses that are so strong. They bring the technical training because they've got all of these fabulous trainers that live in their market. So if we're going to bother doing a program for ASA, it had to be something different. It had to be something that wasn't competing but added on to what our affiliates do. And so that's where this concept came from. And we started doing this in pieces three or four years ago. Bob was one of the very first. He and Malin Newton did our first program where we tried this with the service repair. We did a whole half day thing on just this. And, and it started to evolve into this piece now. And I just feel like there's so much opportunity for people who know how to break down what's going on out there. And all these emails that come into your box that you want to throw away, you should be reading them. Because I find a little nugget in every single one, and then I email it to Bob and say, have you seen this one? And he usually says, yeah, I get that one too. But <laughs> then we talk about it. And if we can teach our guys how to break this down and then say, and therefore what? You know, they're smart. They wouldn't be in business if they weren't. So cars really means an extraordinary level of management training. Yeah, but it's an interactive piece. I mean, we're not training them. We're just showing them how to do this themselves. I mean, I, I kind of I hate the word training because that's what you do with a dog, right? Yeah. These guys are smart businessmen that I think we, and women, I apologize to my female friends, but who have figured out how to make a successful position for themselves. I just want them to see what's coming so that it's a shortcut instead of pain. So we now all understand cars and we appreciate what it is. And I think I heard you say that if you go to Vision or you go to the Northwest show or you go to any one of the regional ASA events, you really almost can't skip cars at Apex because, as you said, we're going way up there. That's my goal is to not compete with them to make their programs even stronger by having business owners who now say, okay, my manager needs the kind of training that Bob normally does um, or the kind of training that Bill Haas normally does. I mean, I've pulled both of them out of their normal world and said, okay, you guys can do this. So Bob, what you're bringing to cars uh, at Apex is something you've never done before? 
it's a different level. And uh, when Donnie approached me and we had a lot of discussion about it, I got excited about it because uh, we are going to the top level. And Donnie's correct. It's not training. It really is business development by sharing concrete information as to what is really going on out there and becoming that analyst of it. And it's it's been exciting for both of us because we we go back and forth between the two of us and say, how's that going to affect the, the aftermarket? How's it going to affect an independent shop? And Donnie mentioned a very important word during this discussion. It's called analyst. And a shop owner today has to learn how to become an analyst, not just about his own business, but other industries. And what I mean by that is when you're analyzing other industries and they're going through substantial change. How did it affect that industry? Now, it, if I'm going through substantial change in our industry, how's it going to affect our business within the industry? So that is a, a new skill level that a shop owner has to learn and become very good at. I can't help but think that not only are we having to change a business model, but we're going to have to change a businessman's mindset. And, you know, I continue to, uh, we talk about E-Myth all the time on, on the podcast. Today, John Francis, I'm sure, Donnie, you know John Francis, and what a great interview. And, of course, he tells us the story on the day that he went from working in his business to on his business. And so much of what you're saying, Bob and Donnie, about being an analyst is that you're going to, ha- you just can't turn a wrench, you can't work the service counter. You've got to be in another place inside your business. So anyone who is new to the show and hasn't heard us ad nauseum talk about the Emith, just go to my website, find the tech cloud, click on Emith, and start listening to the service professionals that are free to admit that they had to learn how to work on their business. And once they do, so much of the business development and the insights and the analyzing pieces that you're going to give them at CARS will start making sense and they'll, they they may just relish oh this is fun and exciting and I can't wait and we're going to we're going to change change is not a bad word at that point in time when you're embracing that change and you're seeing it and that's what I like about uh, cars and how it's going to develop here is that it's ongoing year after year being the industry analyst being on top of the game so then all of a sudden within the next year year and a half you start to see what we talked about a year ago coming in to play and say, oh my goodness, I am really ahead of the game with this information that they're bringing to the table. I think that's invaluable to our industry. So the whole approach of what CARS, ASA CARS is doing, I think is dynamic. I think it's exciting and it's ahead of its time. And it complements all the other uh, venues that ASA does around uh, the United States. So all the regional events are complemented by this because it feeds from that. Donnie, you sat down and said, I'm going to push the envelope. That's what you're really doing. Tell me how this started and and how it's developing so far. It's just been kind of a gift to me that I am involved with all of these really smart guys, right? And a lot of the people that are my mentors are significantly older than me. They're my dad's generation. And I see us letting that generation's experience go right out the window. And, um, and I got an opportunity to work with a young group I'm not going to mention their name because it was very disappointing. They want to throw everything out. Oh, you're doing it all wrong. And I think that's a huge mistake. There's so much in uh, institutional knowledge in our business that is out there looking for a, a way to get out and show this generation and the next generation how to work together. That when you start talking to them, you say, you know what, the more it changes, the more it's exactly the same. And we're just foolish enough not to realize that and then bring that to the table. So 
working with all these smart people and hearing all of the stories about what's happening in their industry. You know, uh, Bill Long from AASA, I consider a mentor, smart guy. You know, he, he says, you know, have you thought about this? And you're like, no, haven't even considered that. I mean, so smart. In fact, I talked him into doing TTF with us because some of the things he has to say about big data are amazing. You know, so that's just, just one of, of many, but, as you look at that, and then I get to work with Bob Redding on legislative things, and you see how the industry on the parts side and the service side and the policy side don't fit together. They don't understand each other. They don't fit together. I think the opportunity is right there for the service repair guys to kind of be the catalyst to go, we understand. Maybe you don't, but we understand. And so that's why I wanted to bring this to them because we've got Bob Redding, we've got Bill Long, we got Joe Register from Auto Care Association. You know, we've got killers top to bottom. We've got a cyber expert who's scary, the stuff she talks about, and how to do it right in your business. Not you're just in trouble and someone's going to hack you and you're going to go out of business. She's, she's the warrior to solve the problem. I'm very excited about that. And yes, I'm pushing the envelope and a lot of times people don't get it, but connected cars was a sellout. There should be a thousand people at cars. Actually, if you go by the numbers, there ought to be several thousand people, but you know, I'd be happy with a thousand people. We can't do enough to encourage our peers in the industry to get there. And I, and I know you're tirelessly promoting this through ASA. And, uh, and I believe in what you're doing so much. And you know why? Because I hear from the top 10% in the industry every week and I interview them. And they are zoned in on tomorrow. They are making the changes that are necessary. They are excited about the future so amazing to do some interviews and say i just can't wait and and they, they they get so excited and that makes me feel warm about our future and that if, if these people are going to be representing who we are in the future then we're in really good shape but i think what you're saying is we got to fill the dump truck with the naysayers and and get them there and you know another aspect too is because the independent shop has a great relationship with their independent jobber their parts distributor. Wouldn't it be great if they came to cars together? What a great idea. One jobber takes one customer and they all attend cars because frankly, the distributors got to know what the challenges of their customers are. Exactly. Yeah. Our sponsors are all inside of the program. This is something I stole from my friend G Trulia. He put all of his vendors inside of his show and I'm like, God, that was brilliant. You know, it was a little crowded, but it's okay. So that the sponsors get to hear the same thing that their customers hear. So if they understand what the customer's dealing with, they can do a better job providing products that are relevant. And so our sponsors are all going to be inside with us. That's a great idea. There's too much separation sometimes. You know, they're off having their meetings and you guys are off having yours. Uh, again, another piece of genius, Donnie. Thank you. I think we just covered it. I think you nailed it, Bob, in, in your in your piece. Uh, any final words? I think from my perspective, I'm really encouraging people to step out of the box and make a real effort to go to this. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Solutions are coming to the table. The facts are coming to the table. It's not just a, a, an overview. It's the detail. And that's something that Donnie and I have been working on uh, for months and getting the detail right and making sure that we're connected with the right people to give us the facts. And uh, it's exciting because the future of the independent sector is enormous. For, and as you always say, Carm, for the top 10%, the people that get it, they're going to have an incredible career ahead of them. 
we have to get more of the independent sector to understand this. So top 10%, bring a buddy, get this message out, bring them together with you and say, make it an event itself and have a good time, but really learn together. And that you will have incredible discussions when you go back based on facts and reality, and then watch it happen in front of you. Great idea. Bring a buddy. Thank you. Donnie, last word. Obviously, you got a hint of what Bob's going to do. I will tell you that if Bill Haas's session does not excite you in the first 15 minutes, we've missed the mark. And I guarantee you, when you see the kids we're bringing in, it'll change your whole view. ASA-cars.com for help with registering for Apex Cars and SEMA. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Kern. Appreciate it. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.